Welcome to the Infinite Human Talk Show with Elizabeth Monroy. Over the next hour, you'll learn how you can become part of the new consciousness renaissance by evolving yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, and socially to embrace your true divine infinite nature and become an infinite human and co-creator of the new infinite earth. Now, here is your host, Elizabeth Monroy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Infinite Human Talk Show. My divine, infinite human beings, you're all that is, ever has been, and ever, ever shall be. And first, if you can, wherever you are, even if you're busy, 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 or driving, you don't have to close your eyes and totally trance out, but... Let's just try to take a moment to tune in, to ground ourselves, to center ourselves, and to reconnect with divine infinite source within us. So if you can breathe in, I am the two most powerful words ever used to utter existence, and then peace. And once again, breathing in, I am infinite source, 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 source. And wherever you are, even if you're driving, you don't have to, to, to close your eyes, but just begin to get a sense of that divine, infinite spark of source that resides within your heart of hearts, deep within your soul, deep within your very being. And know that you are a divine, infinite human being with infinite power, able to co-create the optimal infinite reality for yourself. So now, with this wonderful, peaceful, expansive knowingness, let us open our eyes and ears and, and hear the truth. And again, I am not asking you to believe anything that I say, because... This show is not to convince you or to tell you the truth. I hope only that my words will elicit and um, excite and inspire memories as you begin to awaken from this comatose. We are a race of with amnesia. We don't remember who we are. We don't remember where we're from. We don't remember what we came here to do. We don't remember where we're going. And I hope that these words will awaken you. And we're starting the whole series uh, this month on the hidden history of our planet, because if we don't know what we've done, if we don't know our true history, we will continue to repeat it. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So I think all of us know that the planet is in a mess right now. And I watched an oldie last night. It's one of my favorite Peter always loved oldies, and he got me into the black and whites. And the movie was from the 50s, and it was called The Next Voice You Hear is God. And it was about a time in the U.S. when everyone was kind of losing hope and feeling hemmed in. If you can believe that, back in the good old days, the 50s, they were still feeling it. And um, this voice just appeared on the radio station, and it appeared every night at 8 o'clock, 
And it just brought comfort to people. Well, at first they were terrified by the voice. And I can understand why, because we're going to talk about Atlantis. We're going to talk about the flood. We're going to talk about the true history. And, you know, this, and perhaps even this um, false God that took its place. But back to the voice, I hope that my voice will be a voice of God, just as I am God and you are God and everything is God. That's the point. That's what I talk about in my book, The Infinite Human, how we're all parts of God. So I hope this voice will be a voice to reassure you and inspire you and so today we have with us just an amazing soul. I just love her to death. <laughs> and her name is Katie Oshiwanita. That's her name. And she is the author, and I, you know, I love writers, being a writer myself, of a wonderful novel. I've read both of them. It's a series. And it's called Waking in Alania. And um, the thing that I like about this novel is that I think it's really um, – a uh, new genre almost and a, a prototype for the new writers that are now uh, coming onto the planet. And if you read my book, The Infinite Human, it's multidimensional. It's my story. But at the end, I say, this is my story. Now go write your own. And the thing I love about hers is that it's multidimensional, that it spans the character, um, Kara, who is who brings in you know all her lifetimes or alternate identities and moves throughout history? Of course, there's no time, but that's a whole nother uh, discussion right there, and um, brings it into our day to day life. So uh, I'm going to talk to her, I'll bring her on in just a minute. But first, we're going to ease ourselves into the whole concept of Atlantis because her book deals with that. And then it's really, I guess, kind of a red pill enema because it goes even past Atlantis into a deeper, darker history that um, pretty much uh, exposes the fact that we're, we've been stuck in a time loop, you know, in a time matrix, in a, in a recreating the same story over and over again. And the point of, of, the time we're at, the ascension time period that we're in, the point of this whole discussion right now on the, on the show is to show us that we can rewrite our story. We can co-create another future, another reality for ourselves. And there's a lot of help for that. So, um, but there's one of the questions that we have to raise here is why is it that there is no evidence? I know a lot of fact checkers out there want proof that Atlantis exists. And I think one of the proofs is that every time proof is begins to uh, arise as, as the sleeping prophet, Evergreen Casey will talk about begin to predict it's been covered up. It's covered up. So why do they not want us to know our paths path? Past. What is what, what? What is being hidden from us? And the only references we have in Western um, literature is really Plato, who who talks about you know the the continent of Atlantis sinking in in one day and one night. Um, of course, the Bible refers to floods, but 
every religion, every mythical te text, every, every ancient text re refers to a flood. The Hopi prophecy talks about, you know, and again, I mentioned the Hopi in our um, previous, uh, and by the way, these are developmental. So if you get confused, you can go back to the earlier uh, ones. But I mentioned the Hopi prophecy, where we'll talk about again today, because one of the reasons it has not been able to be co-opted is because... Um, because it was written on a stone, a huge rock. <laughs> they couldn't really edit that and hide that. And the Hopi people kept to themselves and they kept their uh, ancient knowledge secret, didn't talk to anyone about it until just recently because the rock applies to the times we are now in. And the Mayan calendar, of course, refers to 2012 and the times we are now, we have now entered. So it talks about two different timelines. It talks about one timeline that people of the two-hearted people follow technology, make technology their God, and they uh, it ends abruptly. And the other ones is the people who reconnect with their mother earth, who rediscover um, the magic and the beauty in all living things, follow the law of one, I would say, and, and it continues on into eternity, or I would say it spirals into the crystal spiral back to align with divine infinite source. So, what is this Atlantis and why has it been covered up? Um, and I will say one more thing about the sleeping prop, the, the sleeping um, prophet, Edgar Casey, who used to uh, go into trances and, and help people, you know, by going into their past lives. And he suddenly one day went back past recorded time into Atlantis, which shocked him and all his uh all his followers, but I went to the Edgar Casey Institute and I bought all these transcripts of these sessions. And basically the message was that Edgar Casey was saying is that people were creating very uh, diseased karmic patterns for themselves by jumping onto this artificial AI intelligence timeline and placing uh, technology above, uh, above God, above, above or organic life. And that, it is happening to this day that, that he believes we are still doing that. And until we change, we're going to recreate our same history. So we're going to take a short break in just a, a minute or two here. And then I will bring Katie on to talk about that. And she's going to go beyond Atlantis uh, into and Lemuria into Alania and Mu, which some of you who are listening may be familiar, but many of you may find it a shocker. I know I was. I was just getting my 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 mind around the idea of Atlantis and Lemuria. But um, I do want to say that it, I, as I wrote in the book, The Infinite Human, Peter and I spent a lot of time, his family was from the Canary Islands. And in the Canary Islands, um, we actually saw evidence of it being the mountaintop of Atlantis with my own eyes. I saw, uh, as I snorkeled, I saw roads going down the countryside, I mean, down, down, down a mountain that was submerged. And when I asked people, what's that road doing? Nobody knew. And when we went and we saw the, um, we visited a local, uh, you know, museum, archaeological site with museums, we found was a, a highly civilized, educated people who were just stranded on mountaintops, you know, with rudimentary tools. So, 
I think it's really important. And of course, my Peter himself is from the line of what is called the Guanche. And these are indigenous people that nobody knows where they came from. They were very large, tall, blonde people. And where I live here in Sicily, there's also an ancient race of Iliani, and nobody knows where they came from either. So there's history you know, it has so many countless, if you really look at the details, it's not going to be publicized in traditional history books, but there's so many, so much evidence that there was an ancient race before the flood. So um, we're going to just take a short break. And again, uh, the book is Waking in Elenia, and our author is Katie O'Shea. Juanita is her pen name, and she'll be coming on um, and talking about it. Uh, again, the thing I like most about this book is that it's it, it can fo follow under the genre of, I think, a sci-fi romance fantasy, but is it, you know? And so it's nice because if you're having trouble kind of um, swallowing all this, you can read that. And you can, um, you know, decide if it awakens memories in you or not. All right. So we'll be back in just a few short minutes with Katie. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. For more empowering words from Elizabeth Monroy and Dr. Peter Monroy, check out their latest book, The Infinite Human, an ascension guide for starseeds, twin souls, and awakening infinite humans. The co-creators of the new infinite 5D Earth. You'll also find many spiritual books to help both children and adults in their ascension back to home to infinite God source. Isn't it time to be part of the new consciousness renaissance? If this resonates with you, please subscribe to our website at infinitehuman.com and become part of our growing infinite human family. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Tune in to Empowering Women in Educational Leadership, a dynamic radio show celebrating women across all venues of education. Join us as we elevate diverse perspectives and success stories of trailblazing educators, highlighting that leadership is not always about a title. Discover strategies to overcome challenges and hear amazing stories of strength. Empowering Women in Educational Leadership with Dr. Stephanie Duca, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to the Infinite Human Talk Show with your host, Elizabeth Monroy. Do you have a question or comment for Elizabeth or her guests? Please call us at 888-346-9141. 
That's 888-346-9141. You can also text or email your questions and comments to infinitehumanproductions at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we're back and we're interviewing author Katie Oshia Juanita, the author of Waking in Elenia. And welcome, 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 Katie. So wonderful to have you here. Awesome to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So you were going to share with me some of the, um, you know, we're kind of easing into this. <laughs> and we're going to first kind of address Atlantis and Lemuria, which most people are familiar with, and, you know, refer to some um, uh, information that you had about its existence. Yes. Um, yeah, I when we had kind of talked about it, and I had mentioned Rudolf Steiner, who uh, had started um, Anthroposophy, which really gets into actually the evolutionary cycles of humanity throughout time. And he references um, Atlantis and actually Lemuria. And just for people on their own, Rudolf Steiner Archive, um, Atlantis and Lemuria G. A11 was what I had pulled up just to kind of look at that so people can go on their own. Now, he talked about going into the Akashic Records um, reference and kind of calling it also the Gnosis in Theosophy. And many, there's lots of ancient Indian texts and so forth, Persian texts that kind of get into bits and pieces of that old history. And, Egyptian uh, also, I read today. Egyptian, that, for sure. Th yeah. And they refer to, of course, that was a highly technological and intergalactic uh, culture. So there was a lot of extraterrestrials, according to the ancient texts and the Hindu texts, you know, also. Mm -hmm. so. And that, and of course, also with Steiner, he gets into es esoterica training and initiations. And one of the things that an initiate does is they do recapitulation of their lifetime and then they go back through time and mm -hmm. they come up to through Atlantis, Lemuria. And when we, they can go back as far as when we actually became a hominide form because we're actually, as Elizabeth always talks about, we're an infinite human. We're consciousness, we're awareness, we're energy, we're light and sound and un one. Um, that's what we are first and foremost. And then we've been evolving and expanding into different forms into this beautiful Earth's reality that we're in now and experiencing that and creating that as we go along <laughs> in our own yeah. ways. Um, and I, I really kind of feel like Edgar Cayce, um, I just have this feeling, it's just my opinion. Again, everything I say, of course, is my opinion. Take it or leave it. It's what I get. Sure. Um, I get the feeling that he was definitely been an initiate, highly trained. And when he was tuning in, he was going back into his ancestral, which really ancestral memory mm -hmm. and pulling out a lot of information from that. Um, and then Steiner had also referenced apparently um, the story of Atlantis by Wiscott Elliott. Um, and I have a feeling that was probably somebody who's going into their ancestral memory as well as whatever facts that he was able to, to get. And, um, yeah, we are very interconnected, in my opinion, 
just looking at, you know, I also kind of add Voyager series regarding alliance information by Ashiana Dean mm -hmm. uh, as well, that um, we and the planet both grow together. And actually, as we develop as a human, we in turn develop the planetary structure that we've, in essence, embodied or seeded into. And and so that's why during a stellar act, you know, people keep talking about, you know, the ascension cycle. <laughs> Basically, the ascension cycle is really the planetary structure ascending in with its multidimensionality and all life on that goes with it. So when you're in alignment with the earth, connecting to nature, connecting in within yourself, and just living a life of integrity and 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 responsibility, you're going to follow along with the planet because the planet's chosen. Planet wants to ascend. Planet doesn't want to play no games. <laughs> Earth doesn't want to play any games. Earth wants to be joyful, happy, expanding, growing, evolving. <laughs> so yeah. So that's interesting because I guess the next question would be one. Uh, why are they hot? You know, why is such a cover up about our history? One and two. Um, if Mother Earth, you know, is has decided to ascend, then why is this huge? Uh, especially during what I call the scandemic pandemic. <laughs> uh, it, why it, was there such a reset in this this uh, to AI artificial life form? Why are we being you know inundated and, and and almost you know shoved down our throat all this artificial technology now? Uh, so those are two questions that <laughs> it's a really good question and think about it who if you're somebody who's forgotten who you are and you're living in fear and fight and flight mechanisms and I'm not okay and I have to control everybody because I've forgotten who I am you're gonna hide so you're gonna be afraid of pretty much everybody around you you're gonna develop systems to control people it's, it's yeah. you know, some people call it human nature. I don't really think it is. I think it's a divergent yeah. <laughs> technology or AI divergent where people through different lifetimes chose to disconnect, chose not to trust themselves, not to stay connected, not to stay connected to the earth and just wanted to play their own game. And um, are you wanting to interrupt me? I was just going to say one more word no. thing. No, go go ahead. I'm not interrupting you. I'm just okay. like <laughs> is um, again going back to ancient doctrines, which I had gained from reading uh, Andrew Steiner's work. Something called the Eighth Sphere, and that's basically a divergent timeline where people over time disconnected and ended up because going into this different. It's like kind of adjacent from what I understand to the moon energetic sphere of the moon so it's kind of interfacing our planet interfacing the moon um, you kind of almost have to go through it to get out and so yeah there's a lot of souls that are kind of stuck there so well let's just take it back kind of to your book and to Elenia and 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 and, and, and Moo which uh 
Actually, I'm just going to begin. I, I said we were going to take it slowly, but I'm going to really, really just go back <laughs> yeah. to the the history, yeah. the yeah. history based on a lot of what. Uh, and again, you mentioned Ashiana Dean, and uh, you know, I see her as, a, as just a speaker because you know Yeshua twelve or Jesus, what we call, who wrote down this information that is hidden within our DNA, so we will begin, begin to remember it. But you know, wrote it down in texts that were that have been hidden throughout the planet and unfortunately the catholic church got a hold of it and edited it and left very important parts out of out of it but you know it makes up the nakamadi it makes up the book of enoch makes up the dead sea scrolls you know it's it's throughout all religious texts it's it's the truth basically so um so you know, and of course, again, this is something I'm just telling you to hopefully to spark the memory. I'm not telling you to believe me, only take what resonates. But basically, really, the fault in our time matrix, you know, in, in a, our time matrix, you know, is trillions and trillions of years old. And of course, there's infinite numbers of time matrix. So just our, you know, little story. And it's a multiverse because there's what five different harmonic universes within just that. And 15 different dimensions so it's it's as vast but apparently they're also parallel you know matrices and some have fallen and ours was doing okay basically until uh, basically i'm giving you the overall until about 260 billion years ago when we were actually you know infected by a fallen universe a parallel universe that had fallen and could not feed from source so it had to parasite off of other living breathing you know and because of that infectation we started to fall and it began in the cradle of Lyra, which is the whole you know, story, and it is, is, is accounted in the book The Voyagers by Ashiana Dean, you know, Voyagers 2. But it brings us down, down, down to even more. Uh, it just kept falling, and the story kind of kept repeating itself till we came to a time 260 million years ago when, when we found ourselves on and that's where your story takes place on the planet Tara. And some people have heard of Tara. Tara is actually, um, you know, before it's fifth dimensional, before evolution into Gaia. Many people are familiar with Gaia. But unfortunately, because of what happened at Tara, it pulled us. Uh, basically through a black hole and 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 it stopped halted our ascension our e evolution onto tara so right now we're kind of in the process of re well we're basically everything just kept getting worse and worse and worse so we kicked into a fail safe so i'm just kind of going over this since we're running out of time because i want to set the stage for your uh novel which is set in pre-fall tara Right. So, yes, in Alania, which is actually Atlantis before the fall, the first emanation of it and Mu uh, in, in Kara is actually from her mother's Mu. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Your fascinating. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of it is or part of it was based on the Voyager series, that that kind of background information, and then me tuning into my ancestral memory and just kind of spirit working through me of the characters. Um, and it, it, it isn't so much from what I understand that we went through a black hole as much as we fell back in time back to our original root earth evolutionary density, our 
Uh, Actually, I thought we were, I have read that we were pulled through a black hole and fragmented, you know, and fell into a very lower harmonic universe. And the pieces of our solar system are basically what was Tara, because Tara was much, much bigger. And we're reintegrating and and, and healing that and coming back together as we reascend or reconstitute ourselves back to that that immense. We, we uh, We did fragment. Terra broke parts of Terra broke off, but it went through the sun. And we were into, ripped into out of this, our. That's why I said we went backwards. The spin speed of Terra slowed down too much. It couldn't hold. And then we were ripped out of our mother. Uh, Wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Our, our mother hold on, matrix. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So, um, Terra's part of what we well Terra's part of what we call harmonic universe to or um or you could say d5 reality and yeah it did break apart and you have to have a certain energy quantum to hold that consciousness when certain things occurred the planetary structure broke up and pieces of it with the souls because we seed right into the planet got taken with those pieces and, and, and those are the lost back. You could say black hole, but really, from what I understand, it went through the sun hole, hole, and ripped. It was ripped from our our mother. Yeah, it was ripped. Wait a minute, let me make this important because okay. I'm trying to educate people on the, old, okay. the, the overall <laughs> thing. It was ripped from Andromeda, our mother universe, and if you don't, if you don't, it's in the Voyager, and then okay, so we're set. With your novel, we're set in the time about the sphere of Amente when actually these beings began to take part of that. Would you, can you talk a little bit about that? What that, sure. that was about? Okay, yeah. yeah. Never mind. It's all real, that. real short, um, just a general. Yeah. You don't have to- uh, yeah. Basically, uh, what I wanted to get across to people, in, um, because back in 2004, 2006 when I was looking to do more with Kelon, what we call Kelonic science and it's just a little overwhelming a lot of technical words it's a whole new language and this one friend of mine uh, at the time was like do it in story form come in the back door <laughs> don't come in the front door so I started to really go in and what is it about Kelonic science that is meaningful and from the heart and that's that connection to the law of one, how we're all interconnected, how um, we're not solid, we're energy, we're consciousness beings. And what would that reality look like? So it was a lot of how people are able to be a breatharians through ceremony, they would receive, again, connecting to the planetary structure they're seated into, how to receive energy into their biofield to sustain and maintain. And they were able to manifest, put their concentrate on something, and they could create whatever buildings, homes, things to wear, whatever it is that they wanted to, to create, they could do that. And there was this ceremony that, that they would do in the morning and in the evening to where they would do this and they would do it as, as a community. They would all get together and, and connect together and just bring in a powerful field of energy um, to connect with. 
And then, of course, I had to have the bad guy in there, <laughs> General Damien, <laughs> who's for the AI technology and trying to... Well, I like... I, I, the thing I really liked about it was um, that it helped me to remember my time in Tara uh, by stepping into the characters. Of course, you have romance and you had the bad guy, but, you know, well, that's the structure of a good... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... What I liked, too, was the multidimensional nature, especially like when you have what we call, you know, writer's terms, the kiss of death, you know, when someone's like the villain and, you know, and you're facing, uh, you know, death or whatever, you're the protagonist and antagonist. And you had, you went inside, and, and this is actually Dune, in the film Dune, they do that in the sense that people stop and you could hear their thoughts and i really like that but you had the character of of, of um uh kara go inside and say okay how am i going to deal with this you know moving her fear aside and project co-creating the kind of reality that she wanted and you know and it was she was in one of those impossible situations that you only see you know in films or well you know or uh, you know, comics or something you know like uh, and, but she uh, just focused on the outcome co-creating and and you were having her thoughts saying that so i thought that was a really great role model i think we need more literature like that so that people can see how to move out of the victim and mentality because you know traditionally it's always you know if you look at any of the oldies which i love it's like the women are like oh help me help me <laughs> that's about all, the end so i really enjoyed that and then you know the 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 thinking from the because the second series is in modern day or pretty modern day New York, you know, and then, you know, you bring in, um, you know, the, the, you kind of bring in the past, you know, and, and connect it to the future. And which is what we are actually all doing right now. We're creating, we're co-creating, you know, uh, uh, the future that we want to live in. So I think it's important to just reinforce that. We can't have that reinforced enough because we've had the mind control Re reinforce a victim victimizer so much yeah well it's interesting is in both books she initially both both candace and cara same person just different times kind of starting mm -hmm. out where she shut down because society the system kind of shuts you down but that wasn't going to stop her right she ended up having different events and things and act act situations that kind of activated or sparked her and then she was able to through different events and just trusting herself and connecting was then able to bring her true self through and evolve and the third book she's really going to be <laughs> doing a lot, be a lot more active and, and i like that because i think that captures pretty much where we all are at i mean so many of us especially and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about fail, fail safe and we'll talk a little bit about um you know uh what i'm getting into is whole the the other time matrix of you know aquarius the real meaning of the age of aquarius but so many of us are from that time mix and we're we're hidden. We're hidden in and out of time. We're hidden from ourselves. And we're waking up. And a lot of times it comes from meeting certain people or hopefully hearing someone's voice or reading a book, you know, and it's like it just opens those pathways in our in our brains and, 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 and we start allowing these memories to come in and we start realizing, 
oh my God, you know, I'm not just this regular Joe Blow or whatever who I thought I was. I, I'm, I've got an important job here. Uh, you know, I've got things to do. I've got things to say. And I know that's happened to me and I'm sure it's happened to you. And, and many people who are listening to my voice, uh, I hear people all the time when I did my book tour and I met, went to the States and met people, you know, they're like, you know, this one gal I'm thinking of says, your book changed my life. And it opens up these memories. So, um, so what about your own personal journey of awakening, you know, into Elenia, you know, awakening to all this information? Yeah, it, like, like I kind of said, just my, me and Kara and Candace are kind of, you know, buds because <laughs> we're both kind of like knowing there's something more kind of felt shut down but then as different events have occurred kind of waking up more and I I, I have to kind of say as well um, Seth material by Jane Roberts been very influ influential besides the Keelanic science um, Alan Watts is really helpful for sparking me. Well, I think back to that. Let me get kind of asking. I'm sorry. Let me get you back. I can really get you on a long tangent on different. Just a minute. Occurred in my life. <laughs> yeah. Katie, just a minute. Let me let's kind of bring it back to um, the choices that people are facing today, because I think that's going to be really powerful statement. Okay, good. And um, you know, I think what we're trying to say most importantly, if you're just waking up to the fact that maybe there's history a lot larger than we thought, you know, of Atlantis and Lemuria, then, oh my gosh, it's gone even further than that, than, than just 25,000 years, you know, it's gone back into millions and millions of years. And it's all started, you know, back on Tara when, when there was a fall. And, you know, this is, supported by Hopi documents that talked about the planet is, you know, being seeded several times and destroyed by, they say, fire, ice, and then water. So it, it's been a time loop, hasn't it? I mean, yep. we've been repeating yep. the same things. We get to a certain level of when we're supposed to ascend, but then we get co-opted back into the kind of groundhog day, doing, <laughs> living it over and over again. So, sure. yeah. Do you want to talk to, to that, to talk about that for a minute? Sure. How we keep do, repeating it? Yeah, it's like I, I was kind of feeling, looking at it in terms of developing our identity. And that's been a real struggle because we do get up to a point, but then we let our self-centered sort of baby ego take control. And that's if we let it take too much control, then we get a little lost and we can get kind of in a divergent timeline. We've got those souls that did that because they chose not to stay connected. Um, you get enough people that do that, the planetary structure, right? Remember, we're supposed to ascend with the planet. But if you have enough souls that make opposite choices, a natural AI type consciousness, materialistic uh, self, me, me, me choices that brings down the energetic field of the planetary structure. And then things are created, situations are created to where, yeah, 
we have interference, we have invasions, we have all kinds of things that shut the whole system, natural, organic ascension cycle, which is really just evolving and expanding more consciousness of who we are. Tara and, is and, part... And, and we've had that co-opted by, by intruders and by external forces, too, that have kept us in that. I call it the victim victimizer, you know, and they've d taken all these natural, organic, divine technology of the creation and twisted the law of one to co-opt it to serve them their own means by using artificial technology that can move planets around, that can tilt <laughs> planets and wobble them and, 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 and pull them over into their, their you know, the, uh, I mean, Ashiana Dean goes into that with great detail about just how, and our bodies have been overlaid with all kinds of metatronic reversals and, and reverse caduce and, you know, Medusa implants. And I mean, it just goes on and on. And our, our, and our tw 12 strands and of DNA have been disconnected. Yeah. And just, I kind of wanted to say, cause you kind of during that term metatronic out there and in reversals, people are probably like, oh! and <laughs> just kind of understanding with that, uh, again, um, frequency, where are you at frequency wise, what choices are you making, what energies are you going to line up with, and when you choose to disconnect from who you are, see all that is, and that's when your template can start fragmenting, and you can then when that occurs, you stop connect, making that what I call the neural network pathways of our eternal mind, sort of that breathing of renewal. We breathe in the life force energy. It goes through our whole being. We breathe out. That goes through the neural network pathways right back into our eternal beingness as the all. And, and I would just call that reconnecting with divine infinite source within. Exactly. It's the same yeah. thing. And that's so that's important. And when you choose not to do that, oh, mm -hmm. my God, it just takes you down a really scary, narrow path. And that's a lot of what we've been dealing with, with a lot of different things. And... You know, that we could say Dracos and Anunnaki and, you know, all these sort of terms of these beings that basically. And we got one the Luciferian, time, the Luciferian yeah. all of them at one time. And the Tothian factions, and there's a lot of them. But, yeah. you know, wait, wait, hold on. Just, oh, wait, wait. I just want to make a point. So, all of those beings at one time, all of them are eternal. And at one time, we're connected, just like all the rest of us. And they chose a divergent timeline and a whole world that goes with it. And then they came back. They've come back into our, the realm. They have to. Ground zero. Earth is ground zero, in my opinion, of what I've been learning. Very important. So people that want to, I want to fly away and go to this other world. Yes, you want to yes, actually yes. stay here. Earth yes. is beautiful when you actually connect to the heart of it and her being and her consciousness. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Okay. 
Very, no, very important point. And, you know, right now we're in our last 15 minutes. I didn't take any more breaks because the last one was kind of long. So um, we're going to just focus on what we can do individually to make that shift, to step out of this time loop, to move beyond the uh, the co-opted, you know, the matrix that, that people keep talking about. They refer to the matrix that is keeping us stuck in this artificial AI, really, to, it, artificial time loop and get back into the organic timelines that are taking us back to infinite God source. So, and I really believe the truth is simple, you know, it's, and we just mentioned one thing, just breathing and reconnecting to that divine infinite spark within. And how many times though are we like too busy? Oh, I'm too busy to go out and look at the stars. I'm too busy to put my feet in the earth. I'm too busy to plant some, organic seeds, um, you know, those, the, 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 the distractions, especially in, I think, America, you know, just so much, the televisions are on everywhere you go there in the airport, in the, you know, in, in the, you know just the media, the, the, the mind control. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just in modern world, I, I live completely isolated in the middle, <laughs> in, in the middle of nowhere in Sicily. So, you know, it's, it, but still I can get, you know, too much on the internet. So I think just unplugging and being with nature and, and, and reconnecting, which is what our indigenous brothers and sisters were telling us that isn't that so important. Uh, yeah, I definitely, oh, definitely. And I would kind of add to that. And you can take five minutes, breathe, just focus on breathing, nothing else. And then at some point, kind of going, putting your tongue on the roof of your mouth, and that activates your pineal. Kind of going like that, opening your mouth. I'm sorry, because you can't see me. Opening your mouth. And then and then, kind of drop, relaxing and dropping your head. Because I what think we everybody can find, find, you know, their own ways of doing that but i think we have to realize also what i'd like you to talk oh, about is it that there is i'm, a, I'm, I'm getting a point we just had a few a few moments left so if you don't point. mind let me move okay. you along to the fail safe program and oh, the okay. plasma energy okay. that is coming on and that we are getting so much help and actually everything the 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 5d timelines people refer to them or the um the, the these open architecturals uh architecture to return us to source is in place and our mother is returning we just have to disconnect and wake up from the dream and get on that timeline or what the hopi you know call the the, the eternal timeline so can you talk a little bit about the uh, crystal river fell safe program that that's that's sure. been implemented around you know 2012 from what mm -hmm. the end times would say yes um, I'm yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna mention three kind of names that that you've uh, got about ten the, minutes left. The the Aquarian matrix, Crystal River matrix, um, Aquinas, Akasha, Weasel A, uh, 
I'm spacing on the third one. So basically, let me just, please let me just uh, bring it, since we're about to wrap up right now. Basically, what it is is this amazing um, plan that was put into place before this whole time matrix was about to fall. And it is a fail-safe program that ensures that we will not be swallowed up into a parallel universe and become space dust. And we will recalibrate, you know, and, and realign and reset to the infinite source and and this beautiful crystalline river from the um, Aquarius and a whole another time matrix and another Akasha system. If you yeah. don't understand what that means, that's really complicated. We don't have time to explain all that today, but it's bathing us with this beautiful rainbow plasma frequencies. And just I every day, every day I just wake up and I just allow this beautiful crystalline rainbow, um, you know, uh, plasma. Um, kind of it's i see it as cream creamy sometimes with just beautiful pastel rainbow uh, uh, trifold colors that are the colors of my logo uh, for the talk show bathing my body and i've been feeling it just carrying all these metatronical reversals all these implants all these you know reversal fire letters you can get all technical and restoring my cathara template my, my crystalline body so it's a very powerful time if you can tune into that um so do you want to add to that um that that's pretty perfect just and that energy is running in the planet so again the more you can connect to nature spirit take a few minutes breathing relaxing and just tuning in trusting feeling that presence of your consciousness of your inner being coming in whatever modality you want to do with that and Mm -hmm. yeah and trust clean up I like to call it cleaning out the mess kit because <laughs> we've made so many just crazy decisions and we just are kind of full of a lot of miasms and And, and Katie, you do some of that work with people. Do you want to tell people a little bit just real quick yes. about what you um, offer? Harmonizing Journey to Realignment Seminars and Sessions. And so I utilize the Keelantic mechanics and connecting the light body structure to the spirit body and the earth and what we call urea earth and yeah and really work to for you to make your personal connection and just developing who your ancestral lineage family is and just whatever questions you have and issues you have get usually get cleared up and um yeah and i have a few classes online too as well Okay, what's your website again for for people to hear? Harmonizingjourney.com. Real easy. (laughs) And if you Mm -hmm. want to purchase Waking in Elenia books, that's also on the website. There's a page assigned to that. And so pretty much I have a blog, Harmonizing Journey blog, of getting into a wide range of topics as well if you want to learn Mm -hmm. more information that way too. Okay, great. And thank you so much for coming. You're very today. welcome. Thank you for having me. And I'm, I just want to wrap up here because we just have a few more minutes, but I want to make a really exciting announcement. Um, I just heard that uh, last night that we will be having David Ike on the show. And this, <laughs> I have always thought of David Ike as the uh, 
godfather of truth. Um, you know, he just uh, held such uh, truth frequencies and just never gave up and had the courage to speak out in a time, you know, he, the ridicule and, and, and what he suffered was amazing. But, you know, I, he's cleared the way for many of us truth uh, sayers, way showers. And um, I know when I first begin to understand the darkness of around me, which was just about back in two, I, I always knew it, but, but in 2015, I was introduced to him and, and, and many, and Ashiana Dean and many of these um, other uh, people that I would consider, you know, that red pill enema <laughs> type folks. And um, it was, it was, it was, it was um, earth shaking. <laughs> it was soul shaking. It was, it was very, uh, at that time, uh, fearful because I began to doubt everything. And many of you may feel that. And I began to really question the nature of reality, which is part of the journey. And I began to wonder, um, you know, what was real? Who could I trust? Who could I trust? But I just felt that he had such a strong encryption of, of just truth. And even though he might not know everything, which nobody does, he was going to find out, you know, he was going to walk that mile. He, you know, he's still writing. He just came out with a book and I just ordered it. And we'll be talking about it, but he's written, you know, over 20, 30 books. The guy's a dynamo. He never stops. And he was really, for me, when uh, the pandemic came to Italy, I knew exactly what was happening from day one. And I tried my best to, to share it. And, and I was the only one I felt like that was speaking out. And um, But he got on there. And this was before he got banned by <laughs> YouTube and Facebook. And, and, and from coming to Europe, he can't even go to certain countries in Europe, you know, because he was saying the truth. And I was just just cheering him on because I felt so strongly, so so nice that I wasn't the only one saying it. Because you know, sometimes you just feel like, am I crazy or not? You know, and he just has such a very, um, and it's a it's a masculine energy, it's a grounded energy, it's um, a, a, a divine masculine, I would say. You know, which is so nice to see in in a in a world filled with the dark, narcissistic, self serving, masculine, patriarch gone 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 bonkers uh, because the, with the divine masculine can really ground the divine feminine and can really focus it and can really um, help uh, us just, you know, stay our course. And, and I would just listen to him sometimes <laughs> just at that time you could on YouTube, just listen to him for hours on end as I fell asleep, you know, because it was a difficult time for me coming to grips with all, all the darkness that is there. Cause I'm an energy empath. So I go through it by not only um, sensing it, but, but living it, you know, feeling it and, and moving through it. So I'm really excited. He'll be uh, on in February and, um, Hopefully, we'll now continue this month exposing some of the um, uh, proof that Tara existed in the Tartarian architecture. Um, we plan on uh, having a guest uh, next week to talk about that, and I'll be posting that on our um, web page uh, with the show. Um, again, now, I just want to say I am live streaming this on Facebook and YouTube, but this is going to end, guys, because especially in November, we're going really, really deep, and we're going to talk about things that are not permitted on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, and my 
Facebook account has already been restricted for God knows what reasons. So uh, that's why I'm choosing this format. So please, uh, you know, if you want to connect with me, my website is www.infinitehuman.com. All the information about the um, Voice America in the podcast will be there. And um, so that's what I have to say for that. So now I'm going to sign off and please tune in next week while we go into more detail about the um, true hidden history of our planet. All right. So thank you for joining me. And um, I really appreciate your support in this uh, wonderful new adventure of the infinite human talk show. So we are awakening the infinite humans on this planet so we can co-create a new infinite reality and a new infinite earth. Ciao for now. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Infinite Human Talk Show with your host, Elizabeth Monroy. We hope today's episode has inspired you to join the new consciousness renaissance and be the change by reclaiming your true divine infinite nature within and becoming an infinite human and a co-creator of the new infinite earth. Tune in next week for another empowering episode. Until then... Have an infinite week.